Hello guys, it is I, back again with another Excalibur Acalon podcast. And yes, I know it's been a while since you've heard my voice, but I am back. And I was expecting to be back earlier, because I did a political debate with a YouTuber by the name of Jola, but... To the to this very moment that I'm recording this podcast, he has not uploaded that debate, which saddens me because I was a dumbass and forgot to record the debate. But since he was since he's a YouTube streamer who also uh, makes videos, like the reason why I was even on that debate is because I commented on another debate that he had where he did upload the entirety of the debate. So to me, it's just like, I don't know. I, I, I give up. I, I have no idea. I have no idea why he won't post our debate. Uh, but if he ever does in the future, I'll be sure to upload it. But that was the thing. I was expecting to post that, but I can't. So... I'm just closing the uh, blinds so that nobody can uh, see me uh, what looks like being crazy and talking to myself when in reality I'm uh, talking to my microphone and recording a podcast. But, you know, for whatever reason, we live in an age where YouTube is considered normal and all that stuff, but people still judge you because people like, pre uh, because people like being prejudiced. But that's just another thing. The actual thing I want to talk about on this podcast is, of course, the obvious. What went down on Wednesday? What went down on Wednesday, January da, 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 uh, 6th of 2021? What went down on Wednesday, January 6th of 2021? Oh, boy! Did I fucking call it? Nostra fucking Damas over here. Because I've been saying, maybe not on this podcast, but I've been saying for a while to anybody who would listen, that 2021 is going to be no better. In fact, in a lot of ways, it's going to be worse than in 2020. But everyone kept saying that I'm crazy. That things are looking up. I just, I don't get it. I do not understand how people can have optimism when they're, when they live in America. How is it that you can be optimistic and live in America? America, the land of pessimism, or at least it should be, because of how fucked up this country is. And nobody's doing a goddamn diggity thing about it. Right? We have politicians who say they're going to fight for us, but actually fucking don't, right? We, oh my God, oh my God, okay. But what went down on Wednesday? For those who don't know, for those who don't know, or for those listening to this podcast in the future and need a refresher, uh, we, got to, we got to bear witness to the most beautiful, magnificent event. An event... That basically put a uh, put a giant spotlight capstone on the Trump administration. We got to bear witness to on the same day when all Congress had to do. The only thing Congress 
is constitutionally required to do on January 6th is formally stamp the Electoral College votes. That's it. On January 6th, they receive the Electoral College votes and they go they they go alphabetically so so the so the very first letter of every state they go alphabetically and they say does anyone have any objections to this state's electoral college votes no stamp move on to the next state until they go through all the states right that's it that is all they were go that's all they were going to do on that day now of course for those paying attention we did we were well aware that there was going to be at least six different objections from the GOP. Uh, well, specifically the for specifically the Congress GOP members that are backing Trump and his and his lying bullshit fraudulent election bullshit lies. So. They were going to stand up, and every time that they got to a state, the very first state they got to was Arizona. They stood up and said, yes, we object to Arizona. We say that it's fraudulent, etc. So the normal thing is, once an objection is raised, the House and Senate go back to their wings. The House goes back to the House. The Senate goes back to the Senate. And they, they're going to debate for two hours. Then after those two hours... The House and Senate each hold their own individual votes on whether or not the objections are valid, or at least valid enough, to require that state to relook at its votes and, you know, whatever things might happen thereforth and so on. But during the two hours... They didn't even get to do the two hours. They didn't even get to do the full two hours because during the break time when, when the senators and the House members were debating, there was this giant crowd of Trump supporters who were just riled up because a couple of hours before, Trump was outside on a podium, like outside on a stage, speaking on his podium to his supporters, riling them up, using language like we must walk on Pennsylvania Avenue and just riled them up and riled them up and riled them up and riled them up. And so, no big shock here, they walked, they, they did exactly as they were commanded. They walked to Congress through Pennsylvania Avenue and they stormed the fucking building. They broke windows. They they broke into off they broke into office buildings of various senators and house members. It was just total pandemonium. And as a leftist, what really shocked me was the fact that the was the fact that the police officers allowed it. Because let's go back, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a time machine back. I'm from Oregon. I got to live in real time over the over last summer how the police how the police treated Black Lives Matter and Antifa protesters. And let's just say they weren't very hands-off. In fact, 
Portland's own mayor on multiple nights when he protested with the Black Lives Matter protesters himself got fucking, uh, he, he himself got gassed. He himself got, you know, hit with non-lethal rounds, quote-unquote. He himself got to breathe in, I'm, I'm sure, the very toxic, non-fatal gas that these police officers were tossing out into the crowd. And so, when you're a left-wing protester, when you're a left-wing protester, you get your... You get your fucking skull smashed in by the police. If you're a left-wing protester, you get treated like you're absolute scum. And you get, you get the full boot of the law squishing your fucking neck until you die. Sometimes, literally, go back to George Floyd. Right? Sometimes, literally, sometimes you literally have... The, you sometimes you literally have the boots of the law, the jack boots of the law, crushing your neck until you're dead. That's what happens. That's what happens if you are a left wing protester or you're black or whatever the case may be. In either case, for whatever reason, you don't have white privilege. But if you're white and Republican, then the doors are open. The doors are open. They just open the doors. There are literal videos showing the police dismantling their own barricades and just, and just walking to the side and just letting these protesters into Congress to run amok. And then, uh, and then a few hours, then 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 a few hours later, once the like, then a few hours later, how do they get the Trump supporters to leave? Oh, they uh, they open the doors and kindly esc uh, kindly escort them out of the building. There's a video of an actual police officer in full riot gear, where on one hand, on his left hand, he has a full riot shield. And he's using his other hand, his right hand, to help this older, this older Trump protester who had previously just got done breaking into Congress. He was kindly getting his fucking, you know, Eagle Scout badge for helping an old lady down the stairs. Like, con yeah, contrast that. Him walking kindly this old woman down the stairs. Him Contrast that to the police officers over the summer who got in trouble because they literally pushed and shoved a nearly 80-year-old man to the ground and the very first thing that hit the ground was his fucking, the back of his fucking skull and he started bleeding out and the police officers just literally walked over his body. They just literally just walked over him. No one fucking helped the guy. The only reason why the guy is still alive to this day is because protesters grabbed the guy and helped him to the hospital. Not the cops! Because the cops, again, just got done shoving this guy to the ground, so he hit his head, and his head started bleeding all over the pavement, and in response to their fellow police officer just literally almost deadly assaulting a guy, 
they just march in lockstep over the guy's body. That's the kind of respect you get if you're even so much as assumed to be with the left-wingers. But if you're a Trump supporter, if you're, if you're a Republican, if you're, if you're a white Republican, oh, oh, then hands off, motherfucker. The, then we put on the softest gloves. Oh, you want to break into Congress? Here, let me take down my barricade for you, step to the side, and basically just act like a fucking usher as I just allow you into Congress, right? The police on Wednesday might as all been wearing usher uniforms, like straight up fucking Broadway usher uniforms. Cause that's how they fucking acted. They, they were the straight up stereotypical ushers. They had the white, they had the, they had the fancy ass white gloves. They were holding doors open for these motherfuckers, right? And so, for anyone out there, for any right-wing motherfuckers out there who are still out there complaining about how dare the federal government uh, teach things like, uh, you know, like Project 1619, I believe that's what it is, or 1719, or whatever it is, um, or, you know, or, uh, you know, or various other things, intersectionality and all these other things. This is why, this is why it's very important. Because on Wednesday, we got a textbook example of white privilege. Wednesday, how the cops treat, like how the cops treated those Trump supporters on Wednesday could not have been more stereotypical white privilege. Literally, the, ne like the next Merriam-Webster's dictionary should include, next to the definition of white privilege, a like a, one of the best pictures I've ever seen. It literally encapsulates white privilege. Where there, where there is a protester, quote-unquote protester, again, I'm going to call them rioters because that's what they actually are. These rioters, these criminals, these domestic terrorists, there was a domestic terrorist who was standing inside the halls of Congress that he had just broken in, that he and his fellow goon friends just broke into and there's a there's this amazing photo it's less but it's less of a photo and more of just a still from a video but either case one of the best textbook examples of white privilege is this guy goes up to a police officer supposedly this police officer's job is to stop shit like this from happening but either case and this police officer just kindly smiles as he takes a motherfucking selfie with this fucker. With this domestic terrorist. Now, any right-wingers listening to this podcast, let me ask you a simple fucking question. How many police officers were taking selfies with Black Lives Matter protesters? How many fucking police officers were, were sitting there going, yeah... You want to know why? You want to know why? You can look this up. You can fucking Google this. I'm not lying. One of the largest police unions formally endorsed Trump. That's right. That right there is the answer to why the police treat Black Lives Matter protesters and Antifa extremely differently than they do Trump supporters. 
because they agree with the Trump supporters. The police are partisan as fuck. If you are left wing, if you are left wing in this country, let me guarantee you something. There is no justice for you. The justice system does not work for you. If you're left wing, there is no justice. If you're left wing, good fucking luck. If you're left wing like me, good fucking luck. Because let me tell you something. I'm going to guarantee something for myself. I will never get justice. I'll never get justice. If I get robbed, if I get anything, I'll never get justice. Ever. And if I do, it's not because I'm left wing. It'll be because I'm white. It'll be because I'm white. The reason why up, up to my life I've been living a relatively crime-free life is because I'm white. Because I literally have, I was literally born with white skin, so I was born privileged as fuck. I was born with the fucking birth defect that is whiteness. And for that, this white supremacist nation called America treats me very well. If something gets stolen from me, it gets returned generally. If something happens to me, there's usually justice. And it's usually very swift justice, by the way. But that's all because I don't go spouting off my politics. Now, now, I now say I don black block, right? Say I don the stereotypical uniform of Antifa. I go full black block, right? Suddenly, that outfit gets rid of my white privilege. And suddenly, I'm treated the exact same way that I would be treated if I was born black. My skull would get crushed in. I'd probably die. I'd probably die. You know? I would probably get run over by a police car that, I, that ironically says to protect and serve on the side of it. Whereas here in Oregon, we even go further. We even go further. In my, in the city, in the specific city that I live in, Gresham, all police cars have a, have another tag. It doesn't just say to protect and serve on it. You want to know what's the funniest fucking thing. Every time I see this in my car, I can't stop myself from breaking down laughing. The Gresham police force on all their cruisers has the, has the tag in bold white letters, hate is not aggression value. Let me repeat that for those in the back. Hate, H-E-T-E, is not aggression value. So, just for the optics, I would love to be a black block protester here in the city. Get run over get my fucking ass run the fuck over end up dying because of, because of that action and i would love for the camera to just pan away from my dead body as my as as my own body parts are you know are per, you know like some of my body parts some of my entrails are like in the sh in the suspension system and some of my entrails are now in the engine compartment 
of this police squad cruiser. And all the while, I just want the, ca the camera to just pan to the right and just really just zoom in and focus on the words, hate is not aggression value. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Really? Really? You're really going to put those words on the back of a police car? Mm. Yeah. Because as we all know, the because as we all know the as we all know the police are known for being not hateful, right? Right? These white supremacist motherfuckers who support who support fucking President Trump and his fucking treasonous, seditious fucking ass are not hateful. These same police officers who on multiple times throughout the decades have been caught slinging, slinging words like the N-word. Like you would, like, you know, like, you, like some people would say the word cat. Right? Like they just casually say it. Like they'll just, like, like these guys will just see a police lineup and just say, these N-words, am I right? These racist fucking pig motherfuckers. And on the back of their squad cars in my city, they have to ha they have the words hate is not a, a really. Fucking really. Fuck off with that bullshit. That is str that is the most that is the most fucking that is the most fucking bullshit PR stunt I've ever fucking seen in my life. And like I said, every time I see it, I just want to I just it's almost really hard to not stop to stop myself from not laughing at the amount of irony that that single statement says right there. <laughs> but getting back to it with with Wednesday, again, I do rest assured with the fact that we now get to we have now bear witness to history in the making that that just like with Nixon and Watergate. Trump, this is, this is what Trump's going to be remembered for. And I'm so glad for that. I'm so glad to know that something as extreme as Wednesday happened under Trump's watch by people literally busting in to Congress and while they're marching down the halls of Congress, literally shaking off the broken glass from their boots that they use, that, you know, from the, from the window that they use to break into Congress... They're, like, literally slumped over their shoulder is a giant, huge flag that proudly, you know, on a blue background in white letters says, Trump. And I love the fact that this, that, that whole event was live-streamed by, uh, by, by the very protesters themselves, the rioters, the, the domestic terrorists, they live-streamed it, you know, obviously since it was Congress, the C-SPAN cameras were there, and since uh, stuff was going on, like, again, the whole, you know, the whole officiating of the Electoral College votes, the C-SPAN cameras were on, and so, in glorious 4K, we have this event recorded. This event is recorded, and it's now archived. 
And I am so glad for that. Because it means that my great, 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 great grandchildren will get to remember Trump in the same way that my generation remembers Nixon. Not for anything that he did, but for the bad thing that he did. Hello guys, you will notice a hard cut, and that's because I had to stop my podcast uh, previously, so right now I'm, I'm in my car, and I'm just going to record this second part and final part of this podcast in my car while I'm driving, because this is an audio-only podcast, and basically it's no different than me talking to a friend in the passenger seat or whatever it just happens to be, I'm talking to the microphone on my phone, and my phone can, re- like, and for anyone who's safety conscious about me recording this podcast while I'm driving, uh, my phone screen is currently off, it is black, because my phone does not need to be, uh, my phone screen does not need to be on while it's recording, uh, just for anyone who knows how simple recording works on phones. The screen can be off while it's still recording. So my eyes are completely on the road. Like I said, it's no different than me talking to a friend in the back seat or the passenger seat of my car. Anyway, so uh, what I was getting on about that is, yes, these these Trump supporters, the, these Trumpists, these people who fucking broke into the uh, Congress on Wednesday... They are domestic terrorists. Let's 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 not be afraid to use that. From this point onwards, from this point onwards, every single person who is a MAGA supporter is a terrorist in my mind. That's it. You are a domestic terrorist. If you support Trump, if you are a MAGA supporter, if I if I drive by and I see in your fucking front yard that fucking Trump flag, you might as well be flying, you might as well be flying a, you know, you might as well be, if you're like, for example, if you're a Muslim family, you might as well be flying like the Al-Qaeda flag. You are a domestic terrorist, right? You are a domestic terrorist. You support domestic terrorism. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about this. I'm going to just say this flatly, right? Because the good thing is that ever since that hard cut that happened in between part one and part two of this podcast is there was has been an entire night, so I've got to sleep on this. And now I'm just going to come out swinging hard. I'm going to come out swinging for the fences. I'm done with this bullshit. No. If you are a MAGA supporter, if you are a Trump supporter, you are a domestic terrorist. Period. End of fucking discussion. And yes, I fully support... I fully support the con- the Congress members and the senators who want to fucking expel and ex you know they want to do full on expulsion from from Congress every single Republican who has thrown their lot in with Trump and I fully support that because you we cannot have we cannot have House members and senators in Congress who who outright support seditious, treasonous, domestic terrorism. We cannot allow this as a nation. And so, yes, I fully support that. I am 100% backing that. And of course I'm 100% backing the removal of Trump, whether that be 
whether that be through the uh, through uh, the vice president and the uh, you know and all of that, or if it's just outright uh, impeachment. In either case, in either case, I want to see this man as quickly as possible in an orange jumpsuit with with. You know, where we fully get rid of his name and the only name we know him by is the fucking number on his chest for what prison number he has. This guy has gone too far. Trump and his lackeys have gone way too fucking far. They have now they have now brought domestic terrorism to this nation and to its capital, and we cannot allow this. This must be purged. This must be stopped at all case in all cases. And I move, ladies and gentlemen, for you to join me and for you to look at everyone who flies a Trump flag as a domestic terrorist supporter. We must expel and expunge these people from polite society as they as they have clearly shown they have no willing or want to join in polite society. Because if their guy loses in a proper and if a in if Trump loses a proper dem, uh, democratic election, then they will go outright domestic terrorism on us. They have no want to join our democracy. They do not care for democracy. They only care for democracy if it delivers what they want. If they lose, then they will kill us. End of discussion. That is what they want. That is what they support. So, we must, as a polite nation, as a you know, polite society, as a society of, you know, rules, laws, and all of that, we must expunge these domestic terrorists from our ranks as quickly and as swiftly as possible. This must not be allowed. And so, I move, and again, this, this affects not just, this affects everyone. I would fully support the censorship of people like Tim Pool, even. Of, you know, fucking Dave Rubin. These people should not be allowed to have YouTube channels, should not be allowed to have Facebook accounts, should not be allowed to have Twitter accounts. They should all be black. They should all be blocked, banned, kicked off, etc., etc., for fucking hyping this shit up, for, for outright supporting seditious, treasonous domestic terrorism. All right? And it's not like this is not a precedent. As I found out, actually, in the 1940s, there was a man, I forget his name, but there was a man who was brought up on 12 counts of treason and convicted. And what was he, and what did he do? All he did was he rebrost re all he did was during World War II, he rebroadcasted Nazi propaganda in you know over here on American shores. And so the American government, the federal government brought brought treason and actually won in a court of law. The court of law again convicted him of 
12 counts of treason. And all he did was be a mouthpiece for the rebroadcast of Nazi propaganda. So if that is how low the bar is, then yes, we can actually say that the, that the current legal precedent is that if you broadcast a seditious, treasonous propaganda on American shores, that is more than enough for you to be convicted in a federal court of law of sedition and treason. And so I move, for anyone who listens to me, for Tim Poole, for Dave Rubin, for The Blaze Network, for, you know, let's go on and on, Fox News, you know, One America News, uh, all of that, every single one of these, fucking Lars Larson, you know, fucking Rush Limbaugh, I move right now and as swiftly as possible for these people to be for, to be arrested and charged with multiple counts of sedition and treason for the crime of broadcasting for the willful broadcast of seditious and treasonous propaganda materials that is how serious I am right now. That is how pissed off I am right now. You, this, this podcast episode may be the most pissed off I've been even before the creation of this podcast. I, oh my God, I am, I have not been this fucking pissed. And I want to see heads fucking roll. I want to see heads fucking roll over this. I want to see proper fucking punishment come from this. I want to like I want to see a nation where it is cons- where to be conservative is to basically be treated as an outright neo-nazi. Like I want to see a nation. I want to see a nation where in 10 years if you say you're a conservative, everyone around you reacts like you just like you just admitted that you're the that you're the grand dragon of the local Ku Klux Klan. All right? I want to see a nation where doing so is tantamount to social suicide. Because we cannot allow this to continue, ladies and gentlemen. We cannot allow our nation to be brought to its knees because of a bunch of whiny fucking children that never ever grew up. They may ha- they these these people may have reached the physical age of 40 or 50 years old. But they they're still have they still have the emotional maturity of when they were fucking four. Because what we saw on Wednesday was nothing less than a bunch of adults throwing the world's biggest temper tantrum because their fucking dear leader lost in a democratic election. We cannot allow this to happen. We must put our foot down as a nation and say, this will not happen. And that anyone who takes, and anyone who took part and continues to take part in this seditious, traitorous acts will be swiftly punished with the full brunt and might of the law. I 
quickly move, ladies and gentlemen, for the Democrats to, in fact, take and retake, in fact, the mantle of the party of law and order. I want to see the Democrats running commercials talking about how they're actually the ones in favor of law and order by fully prosecuting and doing whatever is possible of expunging our shores from the seditious, traitorous actions by these people. Alright? And I'm going to keep talking while I'm while I just pull up to a drive through ATM because i got to pull some money out. Uh, so you're going to hear some uh, machine beeps and boops in the background, but it doesn't mean I'm fucking done. In fact... Let me save this. In fact, let me save this. I'm going to quickly, on my recording app here, because I'm parked, I can do that. I'm going to quickly pause here. So there's going to be a quick pause as I continue after I'm done with this ATM. Okay, I'm back. And I'm still obviously clearly pissed off. Because I cannot begin to take the amount of bullshit that... This MAGA crowd, this fucking Trump crowd, oh my god. I cannot begin to describe, like, every time, from now on, every time I see a Trump flag, I am not gonna, I cannot help but become physically sick. Because I know that I'm dealing with a person who, at this moment in time, legitimately supports domestic terrorism to get what they want. That there is absolutely the answer has been given. We have been, we have as a, as a nation been wondering where, it, like what is the line for the MAGA crowd? And what we were shown on Wednesday is there is none. That is the nightmare scenario, ladies and gentlemen, that we're living in. Is that for the MAGA crowd, the ends legitimately justify the means, no matter what those means are. If you tell a MAGA supporter that by going to their next door neighbor, killing them, killing the entire family of their next door neighbor will 100% guarantee Trump gets another four years, you bet your fucking ass they would do it. There is no line. As I said, the ends justify all the means. There is no line. That is the nightmare scenario we are living in. And so, we have to act swiftly to purge our nation of this fucking outright seditious, treasonous heresy. This bullshit that we are living in. And if not for and if not for us, then our children and our grandchildren. Because if we want to have a nation that is founded on laws that like and our children to respect those same laws, then we must show them that that if you that if you do shit like this, you will be punished. And so again, as swiftly as possible. I am asking for heads to fucking roll. Alright? I am pissed off right now. 
And I can't even begin to contain the amount of anger I'm feeling right now. And so if you're a MAGA supporter out there, just, just to let you know, your days are fucking numbered and good. Fucking good. It's a good fucking thing that your fucking dear leader, your fucking treasonous snake leader, your fucking want-to-be dictator leader is fucking gone. I am so glad that come the 20th of this, of this month, your fucking dear leader, your fucking snake your fucking lying bitch ass motherfucking leader will be gone. And if there was any justice in the world, then come the 20th, you would be gone too. And you would never ever show your goddamn face in polite society again for the amount of shame you should feel for what you have done to this country. And you know what? That's as far as I'm going to go for this podcast. Fuck the Trump supporters. Fuck all that shit. Fuck off. I'm done. I'm like, I'm King Arthur. This is the Excalibur Excalibur Aklon podcast. Fuck off. I'm done. I'm just fucking done. No, you know what? No, fuck that. I'm going to keep the mic rolling. Let's keep the, let's keep this fucking mic rolling. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it fucking going. All right. No, because I'm not done. I'm not fucking done. All of you MAGA supporters know, you should you should know there's a fucking crosshair trained on you right now. Fuck off. And I you're lucky. You are lucky. I have no sort of political power in this nation right now because if I were, oh, I there would be a reckoning for Trump and every one of his supporters. Every single one. You guys would be oh the, the amount of the amount of justice quote unquote that would be coming knocking on your doors would be astonishing as you have no idea how bad you've pissed me off with with the fucking antics you fucking pulled on Wednesday I am beyond done with all of you You can all rot in the deepest pits of hell for all I care at this point. You are not patriots. Though you claim to be, you are not. Though you claim to be patriots, you are not patriots. You are nationalists. That is what you are. You are not patriots. You are nationalists. And... Though I know you don't know the difference, because of course, in order to be a Trump supporter, in order to be a Republican, you had to be a fucking D minus, you know, fucking average student in high school. That is, that is assuming you even graduated high school, and I'm not going to be that kind anymore. I'm just, at this point, I'm not even going, at this point, when it comes to Trump supporters, I'm not even going to assume you guys graduated at, like, fucking elementary school. Like, I would not be surprised to find out the, that the majority of Trump supporters fucking dropped out in the first grade. With the amount of quote-unquote education you guys fucking clearly have. Or lack that you have. It is disgusting what you have done. It is beyond 
disgusting and it is beyond again it is like words cannot be begin to describe sedition and treason cannot begin to describe what you have done on Wednesday you must be punished you must be outed from polite society. I am glad every time I read, like every single time I am reading a news piece now and I see that webs that, that, that website hosts are dropping Trump stores, that, you know, that very, that various businesses are starting to pull their funding and deals from Trump and all this stuff. And I'm, and I see that YouTube and other places, uh, YouTube and Facebook are starting to ban uh, Trump and Trump supporters and all this stuff. I say good, but again, it's not going far enough because people like Tim Pool, people like Dave Rubin, people like, you know, organizations like The Blaze and One American News Network and all this stuff are still allowed to exist. And to me, justice will not have officially commenced until those heads have rolled, until those people are kicked off their platforms. Until we live in a nation where Fox News is permanently censored from all broadcasts, from YouTube, from, from the internet, from even cable networks. Until we live in a nation where Fox News is permanently censored and forced to shut down. Until places like One American News Network is forced to shut down. Until these, pla until these things happen, I truly do not believe justice has even begun. For those on the left who join in my voice, who join in my chorus, know this. We, at this moment in time, we should stop being nice and start being angry. And we should stop caring what the right thinks about us. Because now we have seen the mask has been fully torn off. We have seen the ugly monster that the right is fully capable of. Because know this, there were multiple people that broke into Congress with fully loaded weapons on their backs and on their holsters, right? They had fully loaded weapons with them. And there were multiple people that broke into Congress that day that had, that, that had flex cuffs. You only bring those into Congress if you're, if you're planning on taking hostages. What happened Wednesday could have gone a lot fucking worse. And so we must stop being nice to the right because now we have seen that they are fully capable of excusing seditious treasonous acts including the potential taking of uh, the potential of taking House and Senate members as hostages. This cannot be allowed to stand. Again, like again, we because of all this bullshit. If it were possible, we should go back, and every single person who voted Republican this election should be fucked. Should be fully facing the full brunt of the law. We should go back and look at and look at people's votes. If you voted Trump, or even if you even if you voted Biden, 
but you voted a single Republican into any into any political office, whether it be local, state, or federal, you should be facing the full extent of the law for supporting domestic terrorism. Because to publicly support the Republican Party is to publicly support domestic terrorism at this point. I am done with all this bullshit. I am done with playing nice. I want to see heads roll. I want to see heads on pikes. I want to go full fucking French Revolution on these bastards. So I'm done. From this moment forth, from this episode forth, I'm done. And if there's any debates I have with Republicans going forward on this podcast, if I'm ever that lucky, (laughs) you'll see me get even angrier. You haven't seen nothing yet. So what I say to what I say to everyone who listens to this podcast is <laughs> simply this: stay fucking tuned. And with that, I am actually going to end this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. I will see you guys next time, and hopefully next time we'll have better news. But hey, this is America, and this is Trump's America, and I'm. F- fucking not going that far with my hope anymore. Anyway, I'm King Arthur. This is the Excalibur Aklan Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you for, uh, for caring, and I hope to see you guys next time.